Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 90 of Confidence From Within podcast. And I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my guest today is Amanda Gazola. And Amanda shared with us her journey towards self-confidence that started at, at a very young age. And she kind of takes us through some of the ups and downs and the things that she went through early on and how they shaped how she looked at her body, how she looked at her diet, as well as her you know, desire to exercise which eventually led her to um, even trying for fitness competitions and becoming, as she calls, a professional professional dieter. Amanda also talks about the whole concept of acceptance of oneself, but very importantly, and it's my favorite part of the, without spoiling too much, my favorite part of the interview is when she describes how she was able to connect with her own body. And I do believe that this mind-body connection is such a missing piece in the whole weight loss journey that a lot of people experience. And she had a very unique approach to this and one that I hadn't thought about before. So I'm really excited to share that with you as you listen on to this episode. So without further ado, Yeah, let me introduce you to Amanda. Known for her energetic personality, Amanda Gazzola is a serial entrepreneur and is an author of Amazon's best-selling book of Finally, a Diet That Works For Me. Amanda loves to help women transform physically and mentally, and she has firsthand experience in transformation, competing in multiple fitness competitions, speaking on stages across Ontario, running boot camps for hundreds of clients, and providing makeup artistry for photographers, competitions, models, and magazines. Amanda is the creator of the Relove Plus Rays Coaching and Consulting, and she has her own podcast series. She has also been featured on as a regular guest on Rogers TV C-Suites with Danielle Deshaw. Without further ado, here is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. I am beyond excited to have you today. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Juliana. I am so excited to be here and be on your podcast. Wonderful. And I know we're going to have such a special conversation today. So thank you. And I know the audience can't see, but you look beautiful in pink. (laughs) Very nice colors. Thank you. (laughs) It was one of those days I just wanted to, you know, just show up and be bright for you. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) And to get us started, the first question that I love to ask our guests is, what does confidence mean to you? Honestly, it's been it's been my whole life. Confidence has been something I've struggled with, and so trying to find it, um, basically my whole life, it's 
been everything to me. I think confidence to me is being your authentic self and not being afraid to show up, stand up for yourself. Basically, whatever comes out of your mouth, knowing that what's coming from your mouth, it's all from the heart. And I think that is what confidence means now that I have definitely indulged in it. And I can't wait to talk to you more about that today. Yes, that's wonderful. And I love that too. And I define that and what it meant to me in a previous episode. And very similarly, I love to think of it as accepting all the pieces of us, mm-hmm. right? It's very much the acceptance of self. Uh, and I think you have a beautiful story that taps into that specifically as well. So give us a bit of like a, a journey on your story and tell our listeners what have you gone through and how have that shaped how you look specifically a diet and weight loss and lifestyle. Give us a little bit of the, the goodies of, of your story. Okay. So basically, like I said, confidence has not come easy to myself. And I think a part of that stems from growing up. I grew up in a very loving home. I definitely did. But there's a, we did a lot of moving when we were younger. My grandparents, uh, my dad's parents got in a car accident when I was eight years old, which my grandpa ended up losing his life in the car accident. My Nona was in the hospital for three months uh, go, and just going through a lot. And so with that said, uh, we left my one school um, because we went to go move in with my Nona and my, my whole family lived in there. And it created an environment where everyone didn't know like how to feel for themselves, be themselves. And in that, I started I, like the last thing I wanted was to be a burden. So I just, I went with the flow. I always sought validation from my parents. And I definitely think that that's what stemmed like the confidence is like, well, if my parents like say that everything's going to be okay, then it's going to be okay. If they tell me I can do this, then I know I'm going to be okay. And so I definitely think that that's where it stemmed, like where, you know, being young, going through that, seeing my parents in pain. And then, you know, we went by the time I was in grade four, I'd already been to three schools. And so following the crowd, just wanting to be accepted, you know, wanting to just fit in, there was like my, I was being molded and I didn't know that. And so with that, the confidence, you know, I don't know, I, like, I don't, I don't want to change anything, but I think that if that had not happened and I think if like, I would have been able to figure myself out a little better, but I didn't have that time to do that because everything was very fast moving and fast paced. And so with that said, by the time I was in grade four, that like, luckily I was like, that was it. We were there until I was in grade eight. Um, that's where I just like, you know, I felt like I went through a lot. I went through a lot of change in that time because like, you're going through puberty. I was one of the first par- parents. <laughs> no, I was one of the first kids in my class to start developing. And, you know, I'm getting my period first. And then like, this is where like the confidence starts going downhill a little bit. I you know, I remember being in gym class and this is like, I never really said this, I've said it in my book, but I never really said this on a podcast, but I just, I want to paint a picture that confidence is something that is very temperamental when you're young. Like it, and so when I was in gym class, I had my period, it came and I didn't have anything. And so I put a tissue, like rolled it up and put a tissue <laughs> and in that put it in like, we, then I was like, Oh, it's gym class. So I had my shorts on and it slipped out it slipped out the tissue from my underwear. And so everyone saw that. And I was definitely so timid because like the teacher, I didn't know that had to happen, but the teacher came up to me and it's like, Amanda, I'm 
just wanted to let you know that this happened. And I immediately just wanted to sink into a hole because that's like, then you're going on a bus home and you're anticipating waiting to be made fun of. And like, these are all the stories that were going in my head. So, and then I had a terrible haircut because I had lice um, and my mom couldn't get away. I had hair that went down to the middle of my back and I chopped it off basically into a mullet. And so confidence just like was really temperamental at that age. And it just, I didn't want, I wanted to hide. I didn't want, I just wanted to be accepted. And so in that it's, that's what like started the trajectory of my journey. And I didn't know that at the time, but it's easy to look back and connect the dots now. And so that's the way I looked at myself. I looked at and I was, and I'm like, you know, my, my Oma, she was over and she told me like, Amanda, you're gaining weight. And so, and that was like when I was 13 and this is all before high school. And so this is the way I feel like, you know, and even though like she's European, like, you know, they, they, they definitely speak how they speak. They speak the truth. And the thing is like, that's the way I felt. And that's the way I've always looked at myself as I grew up. And those were the things that were always like in the forefront of my brain. So Growing up, I think that's like, basically, that's what I want to share with you is like the confidence, like it's such a sensitive time. And when so much is happening, and like st stuff can show up in our life. And it's, and the thing is, like, you, you, like, you don't know, you can't change it. But you're like, you're wondering what you could have done different. But I don't think that you can even be mad or be upset or be disappointed by it. Because in the end, you start learning how to show up from all the, from and learning what you need to do. But like you need those things to happen to know what you need to do to like change yourself for who you want to be. And so the, but it's a, that's the journey part of it. That's the blessings. There's a lot of blessings in it. And I want people to know that that's like not to feel defeated by any of the stuff that happens. Like if anything, it's only going to make you stronger, but it's hard to see that when, you know, you feel like your life is over at that age. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And something you said, I think is so important. And even for, you know, our audience listening that have young kids, especially young girls, that concept that it starts so early, right? It's a mm -hmm. lot of those little things that happened back then, like you said, when you're, you know, the 13 years old, and even before when you are in um, just getting your period and so on, and how those things mold and shape yes our perspectives to today, right? And now as an adult, like looking back, and I think it's very powerful to look back at those moments because you have such clarity in what those moments were and really neutralizing some of that energy, right? And getting a lot of that gratitude for the circumstances because they made you the wonderful woman you are today. Even though it was a hard road, yeah. you're still, you know, what catapulted into being this wonderful person, right? And tapping back into that gratitude. So I think it's such so important and I'm very glad you started there like it's beautiful perspective and it's a fresh mm -hmm. to look at you so tell us now how does a lot of those things that originated back then how have they impacted you now or not maybe now but in the years that followed in terms of dieting and how you felt about your body yeah so since like after that pretty much that happened you're going into high school um High school like wasn't the most like it was okay it was okay like I definitely like like you know I got bullied a little bit by being called thunder thighs and you know but at the same time it was it was high school like I had a couple boyfriends like I felt like you know I know it wasn't I, I know it was confident like the confidence started coming out because I started seeing that like boys were finding me attractive and so I was just like I went I, I coasted through it I definitely coasted through it and so 
but after high school, when you're starting to look at the next part of your life and your next part of your journey, um, I went to school for advertising. I went to college and in that is like, basically, so this is where, oh yeah, I went to, before I went to school for advertising, sorry, I went to aesthetic school and aesthetic, aesthetic school, it was good. I enjoyed it. But then what started changing in that is like, you know, I, my, I started wanting more. I started seeing that I wanted more for myself because I started doing really well in school. Like before that I coasted through, but in that my marks showed up and there was something that like that was sparked inside me, but what started changing that, and this is before everything's become more medical aesthetics. There's no really such thing as going to school for aesthetics and not going to more to the medical side where you're learning peels and learning all that kind of stuff. It was the basic uh, stuff back then. And so what deterred me was that, was that I wasn't, I wasn't going to be able to see myself get to where I wanted to be with a, a career like that. I wanted to definitely, you know, bring, feel more. I wanted obviously more for myself. And so after that, um, I, I, I went to school part-time, or sorry, I worked part-time at a medical, uh, in a medical spa after that. I did end up getting in there. And my teacher, uh, the person that owned the spa, I, and this is really important because I definitely didn't know that these, there was, she was trying to teach me at the time. I felt like she was nitpicking everything I was trying to do. And my first report back, like, you know, I showed up for work every day and I like did wish I was being told this spa had just opened. So it wasn't as busy. So obviously I was a little bored. I didn't find things to keep myself busy and keep myself motivated and, and wanting to learn. And so in my first um, report back, like that I had for three months, I, I had trouble reading what she had to say, but at the same time, and I, and like, I just read it not too long ago at the beginning of this year and I still had hard, hard time, but I'm like, I saw a lot of points that she was coming from because this is also confidence where, you know, Amanda, I'm trying to teach you this ways. You take things the wrong way when I'm trying to help you, you get, you get, you feel like, I feel like you get a little protective of yourself. And I'm just trying to show you because I'm trying to, because you are going to be training these people one day and I want to give that opportunity to you. And I didn't think of it like that then. I just took everything like, you know, as a, as a, an attack, well, I'm not good enough. And because the confidence was still not there. And so in that, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this job anymore. I want to, so I went to, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go to school for advertising. And then I did that. It went good. But then a recession happened and people were not looking in advertising at all and not looking to put money in there. So getting a job after that was not, was not feasible. And then I was with my boyfriend. We now husband, we've been to get, we're high school sweethearts. And in that we wanted to get a house. And so I just started taking jobs that I could get. And in that, so then I felt like my self-worth was still not there. You know, I'm just getting by, I'm just getting by. And so, you know what, and then from there, I was like, you know what, maybe what I need to do is to hire a personal trainer. You know, we got the house and then I didn't have the money for a personal trainer. But the thing is, I wanted the confidence so bad because I figured if I lost the weight, that the confidence of Quen would come. This is at 26. This is at 26 when then I started having these ideas happen because- right. I, I felt like the way I was leading my life was the way that I felt like I was when I was eight years old to high school. I felt like all that was creeping along beside me, right beside me as I was growing up because I wasn't, I was not going fully out there. I was afraid of failing and I just wanted to stay, like, I just wanted to follow what everyone else was doing. I wanted to have a good, like a job. I wanted to get a house. And the, the thing is like all I, I was doing all these things, but they weren't like feeding my soul. They weren't, nothing was coming from within is because I had to, that was the mentality that I had. So 
that's basically what started changing like the trajectory is when I decided, you know what, I'm going to figure out how I'm going to pay for this personal trainer. And when I started losing the weight is when I started seeing myself a little bit differently, but I started, but she, what she was teaching me was to connect with the mind and body. And, you know, when you're talking to yourself and you're aligning yourself, that that's when you're going to start seeing changes in your body. And then when that happened, it was like, wow, I have, how did I not know any of this? How does people not know any of this? Like, I've never been told this to connect with my body before. So that's what started changing then. Like, is when I started seeing her a little bit more and that started helping my confidence to start figuring out what I needed to do next. That's amazing. I love that. And that whole connection part, the mind body, like we're both very passionate about the topic, right? And it has even been a huge component of our work, I know. And to really separate the two, it's kind of like in my mind impossible, but I know it is taught separately, right? And a lot of people don't actually. And I think too, because we have this tendency as I would say society <laughs> I try to not to speak in those terms but to suppress a lot of the things we feel right and a lot of even you know I have a huge history with pain uh chronic pain and all those things and the only solution I was always given was painkillers which basically all it does is suppress the pain and the joy of life especially the types that I was offered when in my 20s and really understanding that everything the body is telling you is actually its way to communicate with you. Symptoms are just like feedback, right? And tapping into that and then connecting that with your habits and your eating, that is where the power lies. And I love a lot of things you said in terms of really, you know, at first you start to look at it outside, but it's when you connect to the inside, that's when the confidence starts to come true. And I think that's the most authentic version of it, right? That's not dependent on, a body shape and so on. It's a lot more how you actually feel and you just radiate confidence because it's an inner state. I agree with you. And just to add to that, like, and then I think this is most people, like what when we're working and when we're, we're just doing life, we're doing what we need to be doing. We need to go to school. We need to eat. We want to hang out with the friends and stuff like that. And the thing is like, we never really spend time to wanting to be alone with ourselves to really understand what it is that we really want. Like I never spend time alone, alone with myself. Like I said, I've been with together with my husband. Uh, we've been to high school sweethearts. And so you just always want to be together and, and I'm not, just, and I'm not blaming or not saying anything, but like, that's the thing. Like I never really, really asked myself, what is it that I want? I just did, did, did because I want, I didn't want, I didn't want to be felt like I was being left behind. I just wanted to keep up with what everyone else was doing, but I never connected. And so that working with her, um, when I started that, it was like, she wanted me to connect with myself. And, and that's when things, that's when things really start shifting because you're starting to see what you're feeling, you know, am I like, yes, I'm working out and I'm like, you know, you're doing the bicep curl and you're really thinking about the bicep as you squeeze up and then allowing the extension of like, you know, and in that there's so much more that's happening because you're breathing, you're feeling the blood after you feel a pump of of the concentric, concentric motion. And it's just like, wow. And then after that, like you're feeling after that, the endorphins are up you know, your energy is released, you're not holding anything, and you're like, wow, I'm zen, and you have much more clarity. So I didn't have any of that before. And so doing that, the addiction started happening where I wanted to do that more and more, because then I was like, 
started learning to, you know, what I want and setting, so, so setting up boundaries, you know, not feeling like I need to go and do what everyone else is doing because I wanted to like start doing things for myself. Amazing. And it's really, that's, I think, what the paralyzed, the two things you said, one being very clear, what are the things that you were born just to do and be, right? As opposed to all the laundry list of tasks we put on ourselves. And with that, really, as you're fulfilling those high values, you're just like being the best version of yourself. So it's a much easier way to go through life. And I think as women, we put so many duties and responsibilities and, you know, and then we go through life for so many years and food and sometimes alcohol like wine becomes one of the few call it quotations joy, right? That they have in life because everything else is just a burden. So being really clear about what are those important things to you early on, I think are so powerful in that freeing process. And then really learning to feel your body. I think it's such a, the way you described it, I can actually see you know, a picture in my head, like when you're talking about, you know, doing that exercise that, you know, we could do it so quickly, mindlessly, just because we have to, and turn that into a real mind-body connection experience. That is so fascinating. And I never thought about it from an exercise workout standpoint. So I love that. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by the Weight Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs, and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. And I didn't, I wouldn't have either, not until you're actually doing it and you have someone telling you and then you're like, oh, okay. Like that, that just, that boggled my mind. And like now that's how I do many of my tasks. Like I, I become present in what I'm doing, but before I was just doing it to one, do it. And then, you know, you want to see that like, Oh, like that fulfillment, like, Oh, I got it done. And now on to the next thing. But I, it, what, this isn't like, it's not like that anymore because the more that you're more present in what you're doing, then you're checking in and you get lost in the moment a lot more. And that's what it is to feel like I have this as quotation, but balance, that's what balance is when you're starting to connect and again, lost in the moment and you're feeling like you're having the joy mixed in with like, you know, doing something good for yourself doing something that's good for your family, doing something that's good for like your business or whatever you're up to there. You're going to find that balance when you get lost in the moment. Absolutely. And that's the freedom. (laughs) That's the freedom. That's the freedom that we all want and look for, for sure. Absolutely. And just like, as we kind of tie it in, because I do want you to tell our listeners about your new book, which is beyond exciting. 
how does all the things you described play with the whole extreme dieting <laughs> side of things? So out of something, so that working with a personal trainer and went amazing. I loved it. Um, I got to in that, you know, uh, I, I signed up for a fitness competition uh, when I was working out with her because I had worked out with her from basically June to November. November was my fitness competition. And in that, I love the whole process. I love the process of transformation because where I started and where I ended up, it was amazing. And she did it a very healthily way. And so in that, like where the thing is, okay, so there's a lot to be said where I'm very happy with the whole process. But then, you know, when you have your parents come, you have your friends all come to your fitness competition. And, you know, there was 10 people in my group. And so, and I came in last. <laughs> so you go in and you feel amazing. You're like, you've worked hard. You look great. You look very healthy and fit on stage. But then you, when you, you're, when you, I've never done something like this and you're put up to everyone else that's on the stage. And yeah, like. They, they obviously see things a little differently. And this is when I started seeing things a little differently. And my mom was like, oh, she's going to win. She's going to win. And then it's like, oh, I, and then I come in dead last. And it was just like my heart just like was sunk down. And so in that, because I love the process of the transformation, I was like, I want to do another one. And so I signed up with her again. And, you know, this time I went up a little couple notches. I wasn't dead last, but I definitely wasn't in the top 10. And so in that, it became a little bit of an addiction because that's how I started seeing success. And the thing is, like, through that, it was nice because my friends started asking me, Amanda, what is it that you're doing? Like, you look so happy, you're confident. Like, I felt all that. But I also was, again, trying to seek something that, seek something that I wasn't being given. And I wanted to try it and do, then you start learning about the sport a little bit more, seeing what everyone else gets up to. So it goes into a really extreme, and I did it for about four years. And to, like, I went, I drove myself nuts. I drove myself nuts doing it because I wanted that, that top spot. And so, you, but the thing is, like, I wouldn't change it because in that I learned a lot. I learned a lot about discipline. I learned a lot about determination. I learned a lot of persistence. And all those are great traits. But when you're mixing it with like, you know, like diet after diet, I was on one diet for about 22 weeks eating the same thing every single day. And the thing is, I look at myself, I'm like, why did I allow myself to do that? And, but the thing is, I started, I want, I, you start learning about, well, I need to trust the process. I need to trust in what my coach is doing. I need to trust in like something that's beyond, that's a lot more than what I'm doing and stuff like that because I don't know what I'm doing. So then my confidence started from that show. That was like about three years in and went back down because it's like I allowed, I went from something that was so good working with a personal trainer, teaching me, you know, the mind body connection, eating whole foods, eating for your body, understanding digestion to going to something like that. And then I was embarrassed and that I let myself do that because then you have all these people asking you, Amanda, like, you know, what are you doing? You're like, you look amazing. Um, you know, can you teach me this? Can you do that? And, and you're like thinking, well, yeah, I can, but why I just allowed myself to do this and that's not the coach I want to be. And so from that, that's like where I started taking life into my own hands, where I decided that, um, you know, I need to slow down. I need to start figuring out what it is and get connected with my body again and get connected with what I want and my work, my values and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. so, um, in 2016, I went to, um, basically I went to the wellness business summit and 
Mm -hmm. That's where I started seeing that the entrepreneurship world was a lot bigger and a lot of more health uh, coaches, naturopaths, like everyone that like holistic nutrition, nutritionists all around me and all entrepreneurs, because I wanted in that time I was working for jobs and doing makeup, doing personal training, working for my dad's work, and then uh, working boot camps uh, with my, 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 the my personal trainer, because we started doing that together. And I, it was just a lot. It was a lot because I basically was living in my car. And my parents saw that I was getting depleted and tired. And plus in that you want you're doing competitions and stuff and personal training. Uh-huh. Wow. So it was a lot. So then I realized, you know, I need to slow down and start figuring out what's the, what's the next best bet for myself. And so when I went to that, I was, was like, you know what, I'm gonna hire a, a business coach. And Lori Kennedy was the person that I hired. And that's when I started learning about, you know, creating your own journey, creating your own program, not following someone else's. But the thing is, like, it's all my beliefs went all around. Like, I, I from what people told me from when I started in 2010 to where I was in 2000, I had learned so much. And it was like, what do I want to take that has worked for me? And in that, that's when I started figuring it out and started slowing down and started, you know, focusing on that one thing instead of that many things and, and focusing on, you know, that mind body connection that I started with a personal trainer, but focusing on my work and slowing down. So the book basically came from basically everything that I've learned from 2010 to basically through my business years, so it's just about 2019, about everything like that, you know, going from you know, understanding your body, self-awareness, you know, one habit at a time, consistency, but I'm giving you tidbits and stories of exactly why I'm saying that this is because, you know, it's, it's easy for a practitioner, sorry, not practitioner. It's easy for any health coach or wellness coach that's out there to give you a plan to follow. Like for instance, and I'm not knocking it, but like someone like keto was so popular for a bit and everyone to follow a keto plan, but everything's given to you all at once. And that was, was what was happening with me with like following the competitions is, you know, they give me a full plan and I follow it, but I'm not really understanding my body anymore. I'm losing touch with the mind body connection. I'm doing it because I'm just do, 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 do. And because I want to win, 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 but I'm not following the heart. I'm losing the alignment in between. And this book is why I wrote it is because, you know, it's not for those fad diets out there. It's people that want us to have a long life of sustainability. And the only diet that works is one that you can follow. But you're not, (laughs) (laughs) and that's the thing. Like I was chasing, I was, I'm a professional. I was a professional dieter, but you know, understanding your body, understanding the awareness and the hunger cues, the digestion cues, like all that their body tells you what it needs, but we are so busy doing and not really paying attention to the, what, what God gave us, which is our body. Like our body definitely is much more smarter than our head is sometimes. Absolutely. I actually have a saying that I say that the body has all the intelligence that it needs. Sometimes we just have to get out of the way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and let it do its thing and listen to it, right? Oh man, like I love what he just said. And that is officially the quote of this episode that the only diet that works is the one that we can follow. I love it. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. And if people want to get your book or if they want to learn more about all the wonderful things that you do, tell us where they can find you. So my book is available on Amazon right now. Uh, it's coming available next month uh, on paperback. Um, 
I want to say so much more, but like basically what I learned with chapters right now is that they're like, especially if you're a local author like myself, um, they are not doing anything till March. I just found that out like last week because I've been trying to connect with them, but it's just the way that the pandemic has been. So it basically will be ordered on my, on my website. Um, that's basically the best, but, uh, it's available on Amazon right now. Um, but in November, the paperback will be available and it's through my website, www.releveandrise.com. And they can, you guys can find me on Instagram at Amanda Gazzola and Facebook. Um, also my name as well. And yeah, Relove and Rise is where you'll find most of my stuff. And Gazzola with two Z's, correct? with two Z's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'll make sure to put all the links and show notes below so that it's easy for people to click and find you. Thank you so much, Manda, for your time and for sharing your story. You have such a powerful story and you hit so many such key points that I know so many women struggle with and it's wonderful to see you sort of like charting ahead and showing the way and showing the path so you can make the lives of a lot of other women a little bit easier as they follow along and get inspired by everything that you've gone through also very excited about your book and I really hope that people get the book and support you and, and read your story and all the transformation. I know you have steps in the book, right? Mm. So it's very doable and approachable. Yes. And I think that's wonderful. So thank you so much for your time. Much, much appreciated. Thank you so much, Juliana. It was a truly an honor to be on your podcast and you are a light and it's easy to shine when you have someone like you beside me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.